The following announcements have been paid for by the sponsors of the Hameen Media Group. Hameen Media Group brand management is taking over. Social media, video, audio, design, marketing, and more. HMG Brand Management is proud to be partnered with Vince Russo's The Brand, Stevie Ray TV, Rip Rogers' FR Podcast, Goldilocks, Big Vito Brand, The A-Show starring Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, and now Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, The Beautiful People. Search for all of our HMG Brand Management partners on your favorite podcatchers, YouTube, and of course, Patreon. Support your favorite HMG ring veterans by visiting ProWrestlingTees.com, Dr. Man Beast Ted McNailer, Freak God Papadon, SCG Search from Big Sal, Chris Silvio, Stevie Richards, and of course the Ayatollah himself, Ben Hameen. Hey bro, wake up with the official Vince Russo coffee from Broaster's Coffee. Medium roasted, Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that'll have you ready to go bro. Available only at thebroasters.com. For a flavorful hashtag RBV Fitness Foodie experience, visit Zorosoliveoil.com. Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil is exclusively sourced from the Zordos family private 100-year-old olive groves in Greece. Taste the difference and visit Zordosoliveoil.com today. StevieRichardsFitness.com For the most affordable and effective home workout program that'll give you results real results 12 and 16 week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at stevierichardfitness.com russosbrand.com where the pros are pros bro get the most valid takes in wrestling from the pros who live it visit russosbrand.com subscribe to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on podbeam.com and visit patreon.com backslash Hameen Media Group We now take you to your featured HMG presentation. I have dry balls. Balls so dry, they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Suck my clit and bag. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls! God <laughs> damn it, Carmen! <laughs> How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of... A balls. Suck my balls, a South Park review. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up that green. Ya boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Shepard. Each and every week, I'm chilling here with my homies. We cripping, we tipping, we straight spitting. 
we get ready to break down for you another episode of South Park. But each and every week, I am not alone. I am joined by a couple of guys who have dreams of finding pies in the skies and looking for ladies who've got nice thighs and always getting their grind on. And sometimes from one guy, a lot of exercise. And that guy is from Arizona. He's the host with the most who lives on that West Coast. Timber, 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 timber. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I've been better. Hey, I've heard you. Better. You're a little down today. A little down, a little down. Yeah, I got, got a little cold and like allergy bullshit going on. Nothing. Hopefully we can cheer those blues for you. Make you feel blues. a little better. Talk a little bit about that South Park there for you. Migraine and shit. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Well, the next guy up here, I'm sh- he gets a lot of migraines because he's always got stuff on his mind, always arguing, so stressed about so many things. And I'm just thinking, Joe, you need to go hang out in a float tank and melt away some of that stress. But as he likes to get in trouble online every week and every day, arguing along with somebody, welcome back to the show, sir. Well, I don't mean to piss you off. So true. This is like 100% now that I listen to the song more over and over. That's when we could, <laughs> like right? Show in a fucking nutshell right here. Yeah, that's not politically correct. correct. What's up, Joe? Welcome back to the I'm show, a, sir. I told you there was a reason why I started using that on shows. <laughs> like, like I just use it as a joke because I was like, oh, I like, I, I'm, you know, I'm a big SR71 fan. Yeah, same. And then, like, I started thinking about it. I was like, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no, this really is Joe, actually. <laughs> yeah, like, the first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, my God, weird. <laughs> but right? Well, we're yeah, back man. to talk South Park. We're excited here. We're going to keep this streamlined as possible here as we are on limited time. We've got a lot of things to do. And as Scoop mentioned, he's not feeling well, so he probably only has a limited amount of time and energy. So let's talk His about. His time is running out. Time is running out. His time is right now. We didn't listen. Um, we didn't listen. Format I have in front of me here is titled Suck My Balls, number 70, a South Park review, of course. And this is season five, episode two, Cripple Fight. Cripple Fight! You did it! It is the second episode of season five, the 67th, ever, 67th episode overall of South Park. And it aired on June 27th. 2001, one, 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 three months, two months technically before no, July, August, yeah. Yeah, two right. months before 9-11, rest in peace. Um, so the synopsis in this episode, guys, is Big Gay Al's return to South Park. He's back. He's going to be a vital character in this episode. He's fired up because he's going to get fired as well for being gay. The boys are going to rally to his defense with the help of the new handicap kid in town, guys. We are going to get to that here, but uh, before we do there, let's talk about the opening scene, the boys, excluding Kyle. Um, very interesting here that the, uh, Kyle is not in this episode. And I'm sure there's something down below that I'm not reading yet. I'm not getting to, or it's probably mentioned the continuity or some trivia or pop culture. And we'll get there. But for the sake of the argument, now, if we're talking here, going in blind here, 
Kyle's not in the episode now. I don't believe he's in the next episode. Either. Well, no, he's in the next episode. I'm sorry, with the super best friends. Right. I believe that's mm-hmm. the, the yeah. next. That's our band episode that we're going to go over. So in that one, he goes to Jew. Uh, what is it? Jew school or whatever in that episode. But that's yeah. the breakdown in the episode that, when he's already there. So it's just very weird. Mm-hmm. There's not really an explanation as to why Kyle is not in this episode. And you know what? It took me to the whole ep, ep, like end of the episode to realize it. Took me, oh, yeah. Kyle's not in this episode. It's Butters. Maybe <laughs> uh, maybe Jew scouts can't be in the mountain scouts, too. Maybe. maybe I don't know. Conflict of interest. Conflict yeah. Of interest. Well, they have joined the Mountain Scouts, guys, and they're on their way to their first meeting. Well, you boys must be pretty excited. Your first night of Scouts. It's going to suck. There's going to be all these new kids there we don't know. Ooh. Well, now that's part of the fun. Yeah, both Kenny's dad and I were in Scouts for years. Was your dad in Scouts, Carmen? Oh, yeah, you don't have a dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Scouts, Timmy. Ah, Timmy. Yeah, he's excited. <laughs> yeah, so they're driving along. Then, as you heard there, they clowned on Cartman for not having a dad. And the interesting thing is there's also a good dynamic here because we have the first joke here, and then we'll get to another joke later where they totally shift after their first um, visit here to <laughs> Scouts. Um, but as they arrive at Scouts, they are met by their new Scout Master, Big Yay. Now, it kind of freaks out uh, Randy and um, Mr. McCormack uh, in a little bit, right? Because they're like, whoa, what's this going on? You're the scout? You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's go to that uh, intro scene to uh, them uh, getting acquainted here. You're the new scout leader. I just got transferred in. I think everyone's here now so we can get started. Come on, scouts. We've got work to do. Hey, see you, Dad. Hey, are you parents going to stand there all night? This meeting is for scouts only, you silly gooses. Here comes intro to Jimmy. Now, before we get started, scouts, I want to introduce you to someone very special here tonight. He's a brave little boy with disabilities who proves just by being here that scouts are for everyone. So let's all give a big (laughs) round of applause to little Jimmy. Well, hello, everyone. So, yes, we've got the intro there to Jimmy, guys. And, you know, Jimmy is going to show himself throughout this episode. And he, I'd say even by the end, he, he, he's just kind of a dick, you know? Mm-hmm. They kind of basically intro Jimmy as the handy dick. <laughs> Get a handy dick? Handy car? Handy. Yeah. What was, your overall, what was your overall impression, Scoop, there at the intro there to a new character? Uh, Jimmy? Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Pretty funny. Yeah. Um, when I first saw it years ago, I, I laughed at it. I mean, obviously they were plugging Cripple Fight for a couple weeks ahead of time anyway, but it was just kind of like you said, they made him almost the antithesis of Timmy and like, OK, this kid's kind of a dick. I I like it. You like he's ha- like he's handicapped, he's specially abled, whatever, but he's a dick. Like it's kind of showing that, you know, not everyone is going to be. The same, it fit the same mold, I guess. I don't know. No, that's a fair point. So the parents, though, taking objection to that Big Gay Al is the teacher, uh, they go to the bar, right? And they're basically scared that you know he's going to exhibit some sort of pedophilia because of homosexuality, right? So let's go to that bar scene. Not saying that a scout leader is a bad person. 
I just don't think he should be a scout leader. We got to where he is by being a good scout. Maybe we should just leave him alone. Well, how gay is he? He's really, really gay. Well, then I don't want my boy there either. So he's a homosexual. So what? I have nothing against homosexuals either, Randy. But the big camping trip is next week. Are you saying you're fine with this guy camping overnight alone with our boys? You know, boys emulate authority figures. Even if it doesn't turn them gay, they could end up all talking all fame and prancing around like girls. Wow, that's ridiculous. People, people, please. You're forgetting that homosexuality is a choice. As many of you know, I myself went through a homosexual phase. But the light of Christ showed me how to change. Just give me two hours with this man and I can convert him back. That's what you said about Peterson, and then you ended up having sex with him. That's right. <laughs> so, yes, sir, we got a couple of introduction, reintroduction, too, because we haven't seen Priest Maxi in a number of episodes. I mean, he mentions there the homosexuality that he was in, entangled with, but we really haven't seen him since um, the Cartman trying to make a million dollars by starting his own church. That's the last time we saw Priest Maxi. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, we had mentioned in that episode when we were talking about that, that the last time we had seen Priest Maxi was in the uh, Chris or in the uh, Halloween Charlie Manson episode, not Charlie Manson episode, corn episode. I'm sorry, where he kills all those people in the fucking town. Like they find out at the end, it's him. He just goes to jail, then he gets back out. This guy can fucking get away with anything. Yeah, he really can. I like the uh, foreshadowing in that scene where, like, boys. Uh, imitate authority figures so even if they don't turn gay they're gonna start saying silly things or whatever the line was and randy's like no nah, that's ridiculous and it ends up being a foreshadowment there that's for sure because yeah. shortly thereafter they go we cut right back over to the uh, i'm sorry to the boys inside the scouts and they're wrapping up talking about doing a bake sale. And as they're wrapping up, you know, their parents pick them up. They say, bye, see you later. And then they figure out, hey, you know what we should do? We should ask Jimmy to be on our team and come with us to South Park. Because at this point, Jimmy's apparently not living in South Park yet. These are all boys from different parts of the area, as they explained in that first clip, right? Yeah. So they ask Jimmy to join him. Jimmy accepts. Timmy's not happy about that, as you can tell right away. Now, as they leave to get into the car, and they started having a conversation with their dad about, you know, they're telling their dad, yeah, you were right, dad. Scouts was great. You were right, dad. Scouts is awesome. Whoa. We told ghost stories and learned how to make a tornado in a glass bottle. Yeah, we learned how to make cakes and muffins for our bake sale. And best of all, we met this kid named Jimmy. He's disabled, but he doesn't let it ruin his life. He's awesome. Yeah, we're going to use him to help raise money at our bake sale. Cartman, don't say use him, you big silly goose. What did you say? I just called Cartman a name. He's a, he's a silly goose. Uh-huh. You do not say big silly goose. You call him an asshole like a normal kid. But Dad, I was just trying to- Stanley, you call your friend an asshole this instant. Asshole? That's better. Don't call me an asshole. Don't call me an asshole, bitch. So you're right there, Joe. It was a big foreshadow from scene to scene there. Um, yeah. Uh, Scoop, uh, I know that you've never- I, I, I don't think any of us- I mean, maybe, maybe you can speak more to this, Joe. I know I can just go off knowing Scoop very well. Did you have parents that would let you cuss like that in front of them or, you know, talk? No. Did they want you to talk like that? I know that Scoop's from no. more of a religious background, so that's a no-no. My parents didn't use let me use foul language in my family. I don't know about you. Did you talk like um, that? Um, Once I got to high school, they were all right with most of the four-letter words. I couldn't say, like, shit and fuck. Like, the seven words you couldn't use on television, I was still kind of 
uh, I would kind of get looks for or a watchier mouth. But my parents both had sailor mouths. I mean, the whole New York Italian thing. Right. So that's what I was asking because I figured like you maybe be a little bit closer to that. Like my parents were more hippies from California, whereas my mom, who originally conceived me with of the, the whatever that guy I never met, uh, he was uh, half Italian half Hispanic from the East coast. So like, I get that. Like, so I, I totally understand where that's coming from now. Ian, did you ever get to a point? Like, I mean, are you even at now? Can you, do you use foul language at all in front of your dad? Let's say, I know your mom probably still know, right? No, no, not really. It's just, it kind of developed into a habit where I never really did when I, when I get around my parents or any parent really, it's just like a, you know, that, that switch that flipped when we were kids. It's like, you know, well, now I gotta be that good kid. You know what I mean? I mean, I will concede in that notion that, like, when I'm around other people's parents or other people I don't know, and I don't know, I'm of course going to be respectful in that aspect, right? I'm not going to just start right. dropping fuck bombs. And as uh, Joe said last week, and I, I got to edit it in cunt when he did that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow! Um, but there you go. I said it too. So you know, you get to use these words. But my parents were about the same. Like they didn't like me using foul language. When I got to be about the point where I was like 16, 17, I didn't use the F word about my dad. My dad, my dad didn't like that. Uh, I didn't use the C word around my mom. Hopefully she's not listening. Um, I don't know if I've ever tried the word moist to see what kind of reaction that would get at my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to try that now. Moist. <laughs> and and um, let's see what else. Yeah, but that's about it. Once I and I didn't say bitch. My mom didn't like that word either. That's something I didn't say around my mom. But like other words like ass or damn or shit, like my dad was cool with it. But you have I I only would use those words around certain times. Like my dad would have to be in a good mood, or like he might be have had a nice maybe had a drink or two, and it's the early part of the night. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe you're watching a game with your man. That was some bullshit, and he'll be like, oh yeah, that was you know. But you don't want to push it. You know what I mean? So I totally get that. And uh, now I'm going off on diatribe, so I'll shut the fuck up. Um, let's move on. South Park here uh, as we continue along those naughty words as uh, Randy wanted him to use. Well, now the controversy, of course, as we mentioned, kind of erupted in the mountain town as the uh, there's a kind of a, first it starts off with them being upset at Big Gay Al, right? They don't like the fact that he's homosexual. So a lot of people have apparently wrote written in letters or whatnot to the council of Mountain Scouts, I don't know what you want to call them, the CEOs, the managers, whatever. And they're they're head in charge, and they are getting lots of letters, and they're like, I guess we know what we have to do. Um, so they conclude the fact that they're going to have to um, alleviate Big Gay Al of his duties. Uh, he's no longer allowed to be in Gay Scouts, Mountain Scouts. He also even mm-hmm. like throws out there, what, what if I stop being gay? <laughs> and they're like, no, maybe it's just best that you leave. So he leaves. While this is going on simultaneously – the kids are doing the big scale, right? And they start off with Jimmy um, doing comedy as they figure out this could be a way to make some extra money. So Jimmy starts impersonating people in town, starts intimidating Cartman. He intimidates Mr. Mackey. Okay. Um, who else does he intimidate before he gets to uh, Timmy? Uh, it was uh, Mr. Mackey, Cartman. Oh, Chef, he did that. He did Mr. Garrison, Mr. Hat. And then, yes, he eventually gets to Timmy. Timmy, Timmy, I'm living a lie. I'm living a lie. Timmy, Timmy, I'm living a lie. Timmy, sometimes it's like, please, Timmy, learn a new word. Timmy, 
The Timmy. <laughs> wow, it looks like when it comes to comedy, I really take the kick. I really take the kick. I really take the kick. Hey. Okay. <laughs> So as you heard there, um, Jimmy got upset and threw a piece of cake at Jimmy while he was making fun of him. He said, I really take the cake. Um, well, Big Gay Al, he's been fired, let go. He's, he's sulking, right? Watching, you know, he puts all of his stuff away into a, I don't have this clip, but he puts all of his stuff away into like um, the cabinets and stuff like that. He's got his friend there playing the piano. And then he's yelling so at friend. good. He's like, stop playing that music. He's like, God, I'm sorry. You invite me over here because you said you want me to play some sul sulky music, sulky, depressing music. And then you yell at me. I'm sorry, Mark. I just, you know, I put everything away. That chapter's over. Can I just get some uplifting music? And then I started playing a song. It's a stupid song. I don't want her. You can have her something like that. Right. Uh, she's too fat for me. I don't want her. You can have her, right? And yeah. then, like, Big Gay Al's like, oh, God, gosh, Mark. Um, so, <laughs> so he's, you know, Big Gay Al's been kicked out. And now that he's been kicked out, the boys are going to be met by a new scoutmaster. His name is Mr. Grazier, as we're going to eventually known. He's going to be known as Mr. Slippy Fist. Uh, but he's appointed who actually, guys, is going to ironically, we find out that he is a child molester. He's going to take pornographic pictures of the children, and he's going to then eventually threaten to them as well. But before we get to him threatening, let's uh, let's hear how this all breaks down. How about you, Timmy? Timmy. Sure, come on up here, Tim. Tim. <laughs> Timmy, ladies and gentlemen, let's all give him a hand very much. Come to think of it, give him a pair of legs, too. <laughs> here, Timmy, put on this silly hat. Just for a second, Timmy. Don't be a jerk, Timmy. Don't be a jerk, hey, Timmy. Hey, don't push me. Come on! Grandpa, fight! That is enough, Scouts. Take your seats. Ah. Uh. All right, Scouts. I am your new Scoutmaster, Mr. Grazier. Together, we are going to become the best, the sleekest, the most well-polished Scout troop in all of Colorado. Isn't that right? When I ask you a question, you will answer, yes, Scoutmaster. Do I make myself clear? Yes, Scoutmaster. Good. Now the first activity for this evening will be naked pictures. Oh. I'm going to take some pictures of each of you naked in case we need them for later. Ah. Oh, what is this? If there's one thing I hate, it's a whining platoon. We don't want to do push-ups. We don't want to get up early. We don't want to have you take naked pictures of us. Man, this guy sucks. Now, fall in and strip down, scouts. <laughs> oh, man, that's nasty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just taking pictures of the kids and whatnot. And then shortly there, right after, he then explains to them, as you had kind of alluded to, Joe, to not tell your parents. All right, Scouts, we're going to end this meeting with a little puppet show. Here's a little Scout. He's always prepared. He's always ready. Now, here's a little Scout telling his parents that Mr. Grazier took naked pictures of him. Look what happens. Oh, no! Oh! Oh! Do I make myself clear, Scouts? Yes, sir. Oh, hello, parents. All right, that's all the time we have for tonight, Scouts. We sure had a great time, didn't we? Yes, sir. He breaks his own shape. Yeah, now they're acting like men. Well, you know what I say about kids. They're all pink on the inside. You bet. They're all pink on the inside. Mr. Granger. Like, maims his own hand. He, like, just shatters... 
All the and like is someone who's broken his hand a couple times and had to have surgery on it because of it. Like that's <laughs> that's taking it to the extreme to tell these kids to shut their fucking mouths. Bro, you want to talk about taking it to the extreme? Like I know a guy that was a former, I guess you might say, I wouldn't I wouldn't say friend. It was more like acquaintance through a close friend, but we all kind of hung out at his house. And this guy had some mental problems a little bit, right? Like he was the kind of guy that like I he when he was like 14 or 15, he had like sex with one of his teachers. Like he actually go ahead. I mean, if you want to go ahead and say nice, right? So he actually did have sex with one of his teachers. Well, that actually eventually that like I guess that fucked him up, like mentally or something like that. It stunted his growth mentally and like all this other shit. So he has to take a lot of medicine for it. He's on disability, blah, blah, blah. Well, getting to the hand thing, he got so fucked up one night off like cork tranquilizers or whatever he was taking that he got so paranoid that he chopped off his fucking pinky. And then another fucking night, he got fucked up again and looked at one hand and was like, oh, it doesn't match and chopped off the other. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Holy fuck. Fucked up shit, bro. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy balls, bro. Anyway, I know, I know. And I knew him when he only had, when he still had the pinky on one hand. And I asked him about the other one. He told me about that. And then, yeah, like within knowing him in a couple of years, one day I was like, dude, you cut off your other one? He's like, yeah, bro. I was looking at one night. It just didn't look right. It's like, fuck, bro. You're tripping, man. <laughs> yeah. Like if I look at, oh, hey, they don't look right. I'd be like, hmm, maybe I should get a prosthetic pinky. Well, eventually he ended up uh, selling meth, burnt down his apartment, became homeless, and now probably wanders. I think he still wanders the street of Tacoma. Damn. True story. True story. Yeah. Uh, I, I, only, I only know that story from other people, what, what happened. But yeah, he – anyway, we're going off on a tangent. Don't have sex with your teachers, kids. Have sex with your – nice. Anyway. <laughs> so – but as you note here in our notes here, you know, Timmy and Jimmy start to have this animosity. Even, you know, Carpen yells their cripple fight. You know, Timmy tries to kind of undermine Jimmy in any way possible, right? He even offered him that orange parka. Oh, hey, Timmy. I'm glad you called very much. I've been detecting some animosity towards me lately, and I was hoping we could bury the hatchet. Timmy. Timmy. What's that? Present, you got me a present? Timmy. Gee, you didn't have to do that. I mean, I understand why you'd be jealous of my talents. If you work at it, maybe you could be as handy capable as I am, huh? Wow, a parka. You didn't have to do that, Tim Tim. Tim Timmy. Oh, sure. I'll see if it fits. This is very warm. Thanks a lot, Tim Tim. Well, I'll see you around. Timmy. Right. Yep. Tap tap. Yeah. So Jimbo just like there he is. There's to break down that scene there really quickly for the audio. Obviously, Timmy gives Jimmy an orange parka in hopes that he will die like Kenny. Unfortunately, Jimmy avoids all those deaths to Timmy's unsatisfaction. You know, there was a, a car that almost hit him, a plane crashes, and you, as you mentioned, we mentioned there, Jimbo and Ned shooting from above. There he is! There he is. Oh, wait a minute, that's not him. And then uh, he uh, eventually comes around a plane, and then he's like, see you later, Tim! Tim, Tim! So, yeah, he's uh, he's pissed. So, <laughs> oh, man, this is hilarious. Scoop, did you have any thoughts? 
Um, the breaking the the oh that's not him. Get him. That's not him. Uh, but play. I don't know. <laughs> no worries. Um, so, so, so in an effort now to get Big Gay Al back as their scout leader, as uh, you note here, they decided that they're going to do some sort of gay pride on parade. Right? They're, they're gonna. <laughs> They're going to go ahead and do, you know, some bake sale, essentially, another sale. Well, first they get, uh, they're sitting around and, you know, they're outside of a supermarket. They walk up on this little girl who's like, she's like, puppies for sale. And Carmen runs up on her, takes the box, and goes, got her, kid. <laughs> just just the box full of puppies. Little girl goes right away. Ah! And then, uh, you know, stands trying to get people who's walking by inside and outside this grocery store to sign up a petition, right, to get, get Big Gay Al back, his job back, or at least allow homosexuals into the Boy Scouts. And he can't get their attention. So Butters mentions, hey, why don't we have Jimmy again do some comedy? So Jimmy starts to do some comedy, and he once again tries to get Timmy to put the freaking hat on. Unfortunately, to his satisfaction, this time he's not going to, and this is going to break out into what you mentioned—that cripple fight. Let's hear how this goes down. Attention, ladies and gentlemen! Now for your entertainment, stand-up comic Jimmy. Wow, what a great audience! For my first joke, I'm going to need a volunteer. Come on up here, Tim Tim. Timmy, when I tell you to do something, you do it. Timmy, Timmy, don't make me kick your ass. Timmy, put on your hat. Come on, put it on. Dude, this looks like it could get ugly. Timmy? Timmy? Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. Timmy, Timmy. Timmy, Timmy. Cripple fight! Cartman now is going to go yeah. running around and telling people after Good this boy. fight starts. Timmy! Carmen now runs into the church here. Triple fight! No! Attention shoppers, outside today we have triple fight, triple fight outside. So, of course, Jimmy and Timmy then begin to fight. Now, it would be kind of, I don't know, uh, redundant for me to just sit here and play three minutes of Jimmy and Timmy audibly fighting without you watching it. Uh, but you kind of get the idea that they go back and forth. Jimmy crop drops a couple of lines in there at one point when I tell you to put on the fucking hat, you put on the fucking hat. <laughs> like as he's hitting them. It's a very good fight scene in South Park. And I'd say up to this point, we hadn't really seen something as detailed in animation in a fight scene like this. Uh, Joe, Did am I this was right up there with chicken fight because at this point in time we had really only had cripple fight and then chicken fight from a show which i am not going to name by name but it's on fox sunday nights after the simpsons oh, okay i don't know i was like it's not south park so i don't know what you're talking yeah about. <laughs> uh the, um the fat one has a fight with a chicken that is really really well done but because of the cinematic homage in cripple fight i lean more towards cripple fight well yeah cripple fight it's great and it's also between two characters that a you wouldn't expect it to happen but b as a visual watcher let's just say if you had any preconceived notions that let's say a cripple person couldn't fight you could watch this and go 
I guess logically, yeah, the uh, handicapped people can still fight too, right? So it breaks right. that boundary and that notion, like just because they're handicapped doesn't mean they can't whoop somebody's ass or get into fights. <laughs> Which it always made me wonder why Nathan doesn't just like walk up on Jimmy and swing on him at Lake Tardikaka. Because he probably knows that Jimmy can whoop his ass. Fair <laughs> uh, so uh, as this is going out, the, the press is starting to get there, and now it's turned into, as I mentioned, a gay pride parade. Tom, I'm standing out front of Henry's supermarket where five brave little boys are holding a rally to support gays in scouting. The rally is drawing so much attention that people from all over the country are taking media notice. Those boys have shown me the light. I never knew the Mountain Scouts was a hate group. This is a wake-up call to America. We cannot turn our backs on gays anymore. Oh, God, they're actually pulling it off. The rally has also caught the attention of old Scouts members, like Steven Spielberg, director of such films as Always and 1941. I salute those boys and their courage. I am hereby cutting all my funding to the Scouts. The rally has also caught the attention of high-power lawyer Gloria Allred. It is a disgrace that these homophobes are allowed to discriminate. I am taking this case on personally. With this kind of support, Tom, these boys are sure to have a victory for gays. Back to you. I just like that. First off, let's talk about the Steven Spielberg from Always in 1941. Right. Indiana Jones. They name like his worst two movies. What's the movie where he talked? The, he won the Academy Award for the Holocaust. What's that one? Schindler's List. That's a great movie. Schindler's List. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like so Close many Encounters, Close Jaws, Alien. No, that was Ridley Scott. It was Ridley Scott or James Cameron? Thing. Is it the Thing then? No, the that thing? was John Carpenter. It's John. Oh gosh, all these different ET. Yes, that was. There that you go. Was I'm thinking some yeah. Alien. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I always yeah, yeah. movies, bro. <laughs> so yes uh the media there perpetuated it you see how they crap they like it wasn't even i like how it was about a gay pride <laughs> they got into a fight and now people showed up they're like oh shit there's a there's a fight going on and then now they're like they changed my mind right. <laughs> i've seen air in my ways stupid <laughs> But it's not even about the game Friday anymore. It's just about oh. Jimmy and Timmy fighting. It's hilarious. It's about Jimmy wanting Timmy to put on the fucking hat. Put on the fucking hat. So at this point now, as you don't went after jerk. all... I'm sorry, go ahead, Scoop. I was just saying, don't be a jerk, Timmy. Don't be a jerk, Timmy. So at this point now, they decide after all that media hubbub that they're going to take this to court. And the Supreme Court rules in favor of Big Gay Al and says that they have to let homosexuals in to Mountain Scouts. Due to the overwhelming show of support, it is the ruling of this court that the Scouts must allow Big Gay Al and all gays into their club. All right! <laughs> We've all learned an important lesson, that just because somebody's gay doesn't mean they're going to molest children. Straight people do that too. And furthermore, the scout elders will be put into stocks for three days so they can. <laughs> no, that's right. We did it. We did it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's a great scene there. So, yes, the court rules in favor. Uh, just to recap it here and everything here. Under pressure, as we mentioned, from gay rights groups and help from the prominent lawyer there, Gloria Allred, big gay owls sues the mountain scouts. While Mr. Slippy Fist, in another scene, which we'll talk about here, is revealed to be a child molester and arrested. 
Now, although Big Yaya wins in court and the court orders the Mountain Scouts to take him back, he refuses, saying that he loves the Scouts too much to impose his will on them shortly afterwards in like one of those press conference scenes. You know, you have Gloria Allred's like, these, I did it, and these six boys, and then Kenny gets abducted, and these five boys. <laughs> so, or it might have been, no, that was right, six and five. So yeah, so Kenny dies there. Didn't have a lot of lines in here in the episode, guys. Uh, but yeah. Kenny dies, and then uh, this causes Gloria Allred to brand Big Gay House a hobophobe because Big Gay House says, please do not uh, cut the funding to the scouts. He loves the scouts. But he wants to change their mind uh, by, you know, a freedom of thought versus will, um, which was that that was a great uh, recap here of this whole synopsis of the story that while, yes, we should accept others, you also can't force thought upon others as well. So we need to make we need to positively influence versus force in our will itself. Um, did you have any thoughts on that, Scoop, as far as how that case wrapped out there? It was like the most. One of like the realest moments South Park got with like, you know, all in all actuality of like a reality of the situation. He wanted to get back in the scouts and then they're like they forced him back in. And it was like, well, they're a they're a private club, so they they should be able to reserve their right to allow who and who not to in. And that kind of, you know, like today, uh, not too long ago, there was a huge controversy with the scouts and girls wanting to be in. And it's like, you know, they, they went from being called Boy Scouts to scouts. And now I think it's kind of gone you know I, it's you know i got my eagle badge and it, it it's I, more gone because they went bankrupt from all the uh sexual harassment yeah. lawsuits oh right that's right it, it, it's yeah. not because they started adding Fuck. girls it, it, um and that's uh, not trying to jump on you just more trying no, to right. correct right no that's that's a good point go ahead scoop no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's a good segue here because mr slippy fist the scout master replacement, he is indicted and charged and arrested for, of course, taking those nude pictures of children, which this was 2001. So South Park, once again, alluding to something. This is actually one of those back to backs. You know, it's if, you, if we want to just think about the timeline, we're in 2001. There's a lot of shit going that's about to go down. Do you think they maybe had some info, inside information in this regard? And they were like, we got it. We're just going to go ahead well, and put it out. I mean, Maybe. gay scoutmasters and uh, scoutmasters sexually harassing their scouts and everything had been, like, in the news and pretty prevalent since, I want to say, the early to mid-90s. Like, even before the Catholic Church scandals really started taking any light. Because, like, even in 1994, you had that Adam Sandler, Alec Baldwin sketch. So, as far as... The um, South Park guys going after Scoutmasters and stuff. I don't think it was any kind of foresight or anything. I think it was them just taking something that was topical and timely at the time and using it for the episode. Okay, well that's a good point. Then that's a good point. I, I, I will put. I'll, I'll take off my tinfoil hat then. Uh, um. <laughs> But the next one for sure with Scientology, with Blaintology, I'm calling it that they. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. I'm just like, I don't think this episode was as inside baseball as the next. Scoop. I was just going to say, you know, because I was in scouts a lot when I was younger. And fuck, I went to scout camp so many times. <laughs> well, I thought so my, but my, my point is, um. I never – there was only like one time we ran into a weird counselor 
or you know scout dude at scout camp it was the uh, lifeguard guy mm-hmm. yeah and i never it, ran into Rhea or not yeah go ahead so here's what they should have done if we're looking at it objectively the reason why the girls wanted to be included in the boys scouts is they weren't getting the proper necessary training that the boys get versus you know doing the different oh, yeah Dude, you know, my survivors. Girl scouts and they were like they were always complaining oh you guys get to go camping and we're we're stuck in like you know someone's backyard doing crafts like that's, that's what, what girl scouts was that's what i'm saying so what they should have done okay is that you got you got the boy scouts and then you rebrand as the amazonian ladies and then you teach these little girls how to be fucking Amazon little Wonder Woman chicks, okay? And they can fucking ram Amazon through the scouts. fucking island and then fucking kick some shit. I don't know. That's that's just hindsight, obviously, 2020, 2021. <laughs> and, uh, but, like, I don't know, though. It, I, I still – I think some of it's just, like – I don't know what the word is. But when I was in Scouts, I really didn't – The only, and the, that lifeguard guy, he was, he was only weird in the sense that – he just like looked at everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like logically speaking, like when we're at school, we're not sharing. When you're at schools, you're not sharing the same locker room with boys and girls. You're not going on. Oh you know, yeah. I mean? So there's not like it. The the separation of the boys and girls should necessarily be the big thing. It should have just been the survival skills. If they had just made the Girl Scouts better, then everyone would have been fucking happy. Right. And then again, had competitions. Then they, then you could get together during the summer once or twice, and you have competitions where it's the Boy Scouts versus the Girl Scouts, and that be, even builds that camaraderie more of your own team. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? You get it. You get what I'm saying. Anyway, let's wrap this episode up here as we're uh, almost through. As uh, after Big Gay Al uh, concedes, and you know Gloria calls him a homophobe, uh, the boys get a new Scout Master now at the end. And uh, we find out uh, through the scenes here that Timmy, you know, he, they, well, we first we think that Timmy is OK with Jimmy because right at the conclusion of this, <laughs> we get Butters asking, you know, did we win? So wait, did we do good? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> we kick ass. Come on, kids. Let's go get some ice cream. You can't do this, you homophobe. Well, Timmy, I guess we learned an important lesson, too, very much. There is room very for much. more than one handy, capable person in Scouts. Timmy. I'm glad we're best Timmy. friends now. See you at Scouts. Timmy. So Jimmy thinks that Timmy and him are now best friends. But we're going to find out that Timmy goes home and he doctors Jimmy in a Photoshop picture, a naked picture with another man. Did you catch who that man was, Joe? I didn't catch who the man was but like i mean i can't exactly blame jimmy for thinking it was all water under the bridge i mean like how many times have you like had a fight with a dude that you absolutely hated and then after that fight you guys were at least cool if not not oh decent friend i've had it happen at least once or twice but maybe that's because they didn't expect a little kid to crack their jaw yeah no my buddy doug uh, when me and my friend Doug, I still I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, but if I if you pick up the if you know he's in California, he doesn't do the social media or technology. He's like off grid now, pretty much. Uh, but every time I talk to him, I love the guy. I've known that kid since I was like six or seven, and that's how we met. We got into an argument or something like that on the play- playground, and uh, you know, 
we, 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 I argue over the fact that I win. He argues over the fact that he won. Whatever. Uh, that being said, we became best, you know, good friends after that. So that was for sure. Uh, probably the only time that's ever happened. But other than that, I mean, I've got into arguments. Obviously, I've gotten arguments with Scoop, and we're still friends. I've gotten arguments with you and people, and whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Physically, we're adults now, so it's like, uh, like even if like I didn't like, like if we got to a serious argument, I still would want to fight you guys because that's still a lot of energy that I don't want to fucking expend. I'm just like, screw you guys, I'm going home. You know what I mean? Fuck this, I'm going home. I, I wouldn't, I would never want to do that. But um, yeah, so you know, the Timmy doctors these images of Jimmy putting his head on a picture of two gay men, gay men embracing. Jimmy. Jimmy. Your new leader. Everything is going to be just fine. No naked pictures. Ah, uh, Jimmy. Yes, Timmy. Oh dear. Jimmy. Yes. You know our policy. I'm afraid you're out of scouts. Out of scouts. Timmy. What? Hey, wait a minute. This is crazy. You can't do this. Wow, I never knew Jimmy was gay. Me neither. No, no. Jimmy! So, of course, that is exactly how the episode ends with Jimmy getting kicked out of Scouts. So we just want to take this time out to recognize our sponsor, the Baked Boys Club. BigBoysClub.com provides you with all of the sickest apparel available for all your cannabis-related merchandise representation needs. My boy here, Ian, lighten up your back. How you doing, dude? I mean, he's baked. We're baked. Yeah, We're just chilling. You know, Big Boys Club, man. I mean, I went. They've got some sick ass merch, dude. Like hats. Yeah, I just ordered the big mystery box with the hat, the oh, two shirt. I'm jealous. And the sticker. Like all with the uh, using our coupon, it brought it down to forty-seven, baby. Oh my god! Go to suck my balls pod code if you enter that in at bigboysclub.com. Put that in there. Coupon code is what I was gonna say on the payment page. Yes. Or a little date. We want you to be baked with us. So join the club. Bigboysclub.com. Not just a brand. The lifestyle. Light. <laughs> you make <it>. stupid. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks to our sponsor there, thebigboysclub.com. Visit thebigboysclub.com. Use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD, and you'll save 15% off of your order. Uh, as Joe wrote down here, there wasn't a lot of Kenny lines here. You might have had one at the beginning or something. You might have said what or yeah or something. Or... Yeah, it was a lot of yes. There was like an awesome, but it That's was mostly oh, yes, what's in an awesome. Yeah, so there wasn't a lot of what did Kenny say. So in that light, Scoop, why don't you take us away with some of the trivia? This episode marks the first appearance of our boy Jimmy Vollmer. <laughs> Among the scouts are Butter Stotch, Token Black, a black-haired version of Tweak, 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 and a blonde-haired version of Clyde Donovan. Craig Tucker's dad can also be seen in the bar discussing Big Gay Al, which indicates Craig is most likely one of the other scouts without his hat, possibly with a different hair color as well. Yeah, they did that in this episode, like because if you notice in the bar... And that second, that first bar scene when uh, Butter's dad talks, he's got like Randy's voice. It's like a regular Trey voice. He doesn't have his normal Butter's dad, Mr. Stotch voice. In a UK poll, 
Paramount's Comedy's Top 10 Episodes. This episode was ranked number 8, Park Life. The documentary accompanying the countdown showcased how positive characterization of Big Gay Al in this episode is what earned it so much respect. And they hit it on two doses here. They hit the Big Gay Al thing and they hit the handicap episode. That's why this is a really good episode. Yeah. Among the life-threatening events that happened to Jimmy while wearing one of Kenny's parkas were a falling safe, a hawk, a crash, a herd of stampeding cows, Jimbo and Ned shooting at him from a rooftop, and one of NASA's space shuttles nearly crashing into him. (laughs) (laughs) The, The hawk that fails to catch Jimmy is the same one that kills Kenny in front of the Colorado Supreme Court. Maybe Kenny's parka seems like a like a prey to it, so it hunts twice. Interesting. This episode reveals that Kenny's parka may be the attraction of his deaths. Or it's just, you know, all that Kenny wears, so it's his, you know, his magnet. It's just who he is. It, it would be a bright target from space. Yeah. That's true. <clears throat> Timmy giving the parka to Jimmy in order to try and get him killed means that Timmy is aware of the fact that Kenny constantly dies. This could either be a mistake or a sign that Timmy is the only person who is aware. And that could and that he could not tell anyone else because he cannot communicate properly. And that would be that would play into the reason why in the South Park games, uh, Timmy being the mind boss. Yeah, it's like the Professor X. He goes up against Mysterion. Those two are, you know, because Timmy knows his secret. (laughs) That's canon, by the way. Yeah. Timmy is a brainiac Professor X. That's awesome. This is the first episode in which Timmy begins to show advanced cognitive ability. In previous episode, he is shown to have near complete mental disability. So just playing on that fact of him being Professor X, basically, here we go. Like mm-hmm. there's our there's our confirmation. Mr. Grazer was in Jimbo and Ned's platoon in Vietnam, as seen in the episode The Mexican Staring Frog of Sh- Southern Sri Lanka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He totally looks familiar. Kyle does not appear in this episode. At the end of the episode, Jimmy is kicked out of the scouts when they think he is gay due to the new rule. In reality, this sort of policy would only apply to the scout leaders, not to the kids. In the promotional image, Jimmy and Timmy are fighting in their regular clothes. But in the episode, they are fighting in their scout suits. It would be uniform form. When Jimmy does an impersonation of Mr. Garrison, a brief shot of Mr. Garrison and Mr. Hat is seen. Oddly, the shot is removed in the HD version of the episode. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Well, Joe, take us away with those references to pop culture. Thank you, Mr. Scoop, for the trivia. The piano player in Big Gay Al's house is composer Mark Scheiman. He helped produce the songs in the episode Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. Mark can be seen playing the piano for Santa Claus and Jesus Christ during the Christmas medley. Oh, okay. That's cool. They they did their... That's cool. The piano player plays a song called the Two Fat Polka, which we already sang earlier. I don't <laughs> want her. You can have her. She's too fat for me. The mini DVD commentary for the episode describes how the fight between Jimmy Vollmer and Timmy Birch is based on the fight between George Nada, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and Frank Armitage, Keith David, in the classic 1988 film They Live. When oh, overdubbed no with, yep, 
when overdubbed with the appropriate audio from the film, the fight sounds and much of the dialogue matches up almost perfectly with the animation. I actually sent Matt a <laughs> link to this awesome. video. I'll oh. send it to you too, Scoop. I'm going to put it up yeah. in the uh, South Park right. Fans United group on Facebook as well later on. Yep. Speaking uh, of South Park Fans United group, we might have a, a live show here eventually in that group. So go like that group on Facebook as uh, we're trying to grow that group there and maybe, maybe build a foundation oh, yeah. in a, with a loyal fan base. So go check out the South Park Fans United group. Yeah, you like that little plug there. Yeah. Um, the Mountain Scouts branding as a hate group is a reference to the controversy of the Boy Scouts of America banning homosexual members, particularly the Boy Scouts of America versus Dale, Clay Dale case in 2000. Uh, Gloria Allred is a well-known civil rights lawyer known for taking up high-profile and often controversial case cases. She's done more of that even over the last 20 years. Here she is depicted as a glory hound who only takes a case to gain fame and attention, which is a common uh, criticism or detractor of Gloria Allred. Tim and Tim and Tim and Tim and Tim, 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 Tim and I was gonna say when Timmy starts to edit an image of himself, Jimmy, he sings it to the tune of Old MacDonald Had a Farm. All right, guys, that's your references to pop culture and your likes. As we wrap up the episode, we're gonna go over some of our top links here. Joe, you got yours in here, so take us away. Yep. Uh, Timmy giving Jimmy Kenny's parka when trying to kill him, which we've already touched on several times, uh, when they're chanting in front of the grocery store, when they're just starting the gay pride rally and they're saying, what do we want? Gays and scouts. When do we want it? Timmy! What do we want? Gays and scouts. When do we want it? Timmy! It, it, it just... And I mean, it's the classic Timmy joke, but it it's so fucking funny. Um, the They Live fight tribute, which I already said is probably one of the best fights in cinema history. And then they made it one of my favorite scenes in the show's history, including Cartman's excitement over the cripple fight. And then my last one was Timmy riding around unstrapped unsecured in the back of the pickup truck yeah i like that one too that's right the beginning that was actually part of my next one because that's part of my first one is when the opening scene when they're driving and they're making fun of carmen and they go and stan goes to carmen hey uh St carmen was your dad a boy scout oh that's right you don't have a dad and everybody just starts laughing hey that's not funny hey that's not funny and then they go to Timmy, who's driving in the back of the pivot pickup. Are you excited, Timmy? Timmy. Yeah, he's excited. Uh, so that, that was funny. And then the next one I really liked was when Randy yells at Stan to call him an asshole. And then Carvin goes, don't come in, asshole, son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, Scoop, you put the fight. Mm-hmm. The fight, because, you know, the tribute to everything, that that actually just made me love it even more. But just the whole fight, because you would think that Timmy would get his ass beat with this kid, beating him with his fucking crutches and shit, right? right. <laughs> and then um, one of my others is when the Scoutmaster breaks his own hand. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, and then my last one here was Cartman. I think we all agree yelling cripple fight. Yeah. 
Falcon agreed that we really like that one. So, and right. like Big Gal, I just started this one. Big Gal asking, "Oh, what would happen?" And then Butters like, "No, no," it's just like beating up his own hand. And oh, that's of, right. That was a good point. Too. Instead right, of actually like... saying what would happen. Right, so just to elaborate for the audience, they go to uh, Big Gay Al at one point. Big Al's laying on the sofa. He's eating ice cream, depressed. And they, This is after them going to the first meeting without him and they basically having pictures taken of them naked. And they come in. They're like, Big Al, you have to come back. And Carver's like, yeah, you have to get your ass back here. What are you doing? You have to get your ass back to the couch. And, Car- and he's like, I'm fired. And uh, Stan's like, yeah, dude, we don't want to go with him on a camping trip next week. And Big Gal's like, well, why don't you tell the Scoutmasters? Or and Butters like, we can't tell anybody. And he's like, why? And then Butters puts his hand down on the table and he goes, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> Just alluding to the fact to Big Gal, they can't talk, otherwise they're gonna get their ass beat. But then Big Gal goes. Oh, I can't do anything. Sorry. <laughs> Still, like he doesn't even like that's not what convinces them. And I can't do anything, guys. Sorry. So, yeah, that's a good call out, too. Um, well, there you go, guys. That is your full recap on episode number 67, and that is number 70, guys. Number 70 for Suck My Balls yeah. right here on all podcast outlets. Just search Suck My Balls, a South Park review, and you can find us on any outlet. Pretty much it's out there from iHeartRadio, Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, we're on Hami Media Group's Podbean. We're also hosted on RatsaladReview.com and on the RNR Podcast Network. So go check out the RNR Podcast Network for all great uh, wrestling coverage as well. Rat Turtles Wrestling is uh, one of the shows there. You can also check out the Rat Salad Review. They got a lot of metal-based music type shows. The uh, Prophet, uh, lead singer of Saint Madness, is going to be on a upcoming episode of Rat Salad Review, which will be on Hami Media Group's YouTube and on their feed, RatsaladReview.com. So go check that out. I'm a big fan of St. Madness. For those who know me personally, know that I actually worked with that band and stuff like that. And a lot of their um, uh, roadie and setup equipment, set the merch table and sell stuff. So go check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I also host some wrestling shows on uh, Hacker Humming, uh, their podcast network. And uh, of course, on Bit Humming's YouTube channel, it's hosted at uh, youtube.com slash Mr. OVW. You can also check out patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. When you're listening to this episode, you can go sign up right now. And he just had the Godfather Charles Wright on as well. He's got upcoming this week. We're recording when you're listening to this episode. He's going to be recording and sitting down with uh, Aaron Idol, a.k.a. Damien Sandow or Aaron Stevens. So go check that out. Uh, patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV. Joe, what do you got? Uh, nothing coming up the weekend of April 3rd, April 10th. I will be down in Colorado Springs for batter up. There might still be a couple tickets for that. Uh, one of the guys is going to be taking on the mascot for the Rocky mountain vibes baseball team. Actually, that'll, uh, that'll be entertaining to say the least. Um, April 17th, I will be in Salt Lake City for Devotion Championship Wrestling Payment Due. You can get those tickets from people at the Gateway in Salt Lake City or hit me up on Facebook. I can get you the hookup there, and then it makes me look good for uh, the guys up there, too. So holla at you, boy. Uh, April 17th. IRA covered April 24th back here in Denver at the watering bowl for the butcher shop, chopping block five, bigger, better, choppier. 
You can get those tickets right now on eventbrite.com. Everybody loves that event name. You can get those tickets right now on eventbrite.com. $10 for balcony, $12 for floor. Those are limited, obviously. Uh, everything is limited, all socially distanced and all that crap, too. So, But, yeah, things are opening up a lot more, and I'm getting a lot more work. So, And as we ask and sign off every week. Scoop. Yo. Parting words for us this week. How about, how about, how about we'll be back, guys, next week for another edition of <laughs> Alls with the band episode. Get ready. Fuck the band episode, people. We're bringing you the super best friends. Will it be on video? <laughs> we'll find out. Check it out.
looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like podcast and the Laughcast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more.